When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like. Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Football Social Daily. So, after 37 games, we've reached the end. One final match day of the Premier League season. For 17 teams, they know their fate. But for three, it all comes down to this. Everton, a top-flight institution. But is this to be the season where they're relegated for the first time in their history? Leicester City, Premier League champions in 2016, may be one of the greatest ever achievements in all of sport. But could they drop out of the top flight just seven years on from that incredible day? And Leeds United, one of England's biggest football clubs, who spent 16 years toiling to get back to the promised land, is their spell back in the big time now already spent. Everything is on the line. Two of Everton, Leicester and Leeds will be relegated, but which two? It's showdown Sunday in the Premier League and we absolutely cannot wait. Welcome to Football Social Daily, the award-winning Premier League podcast. And for the final time this season, welcome to Friday Fast 3, which is our rapid roundup of the weekend's most tasty ties. My name's Niall and Joel and Marley are with me to get stuck into this final day of the season. We've made it to the end, lads. How are you doing? I was just thinking then, is this like the longest record season of games we probably talked about? Obviously with the World Cup, that was an extra... 100 games? Yeah, and then you've had all the Premier League games, all the added... Yeah, it's finally come down to this this final weekend. Um, gosh, and we've got Champions League football, Marley. I can't believe it. I can't believe we'd be here talking about both of us in Champions League football. Who would have thought it? It's like that meme where it's like, who would have thought yeah, it? Yeah, we are, we are <laughs> Paul Rudd and whoever he sat opposite opening the bottle of water. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Not me. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've we've got all the major trophies covered, you know. We've we've got the Premier League, we've got the, the Champions League between us, and then we've got Niles Papa John's trophy <laughs> to, to talk about next year. It's, it's as a well. good job um, owing our Spurs colleague, isn't it? or you would have been the odd one out. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, actually, between our clubs, we have pretty much won everything there is to win because Portsmouth have won all four divisions of English football in their history. So I think we actually can claim between the three of us 
that our clubs have won pretty much everything there and is Jim's to win. West, Jim's West Ham might even be adding the uh, Conference League to the to the illustrious list. That is very, very true. But West Ham are very much champions of the geezer trophy, aren't they? The <laughs> hardest geezer trophy goes to West Ham. <laughs> it goes to that fat guy who batted all the Dutch lot. Exactly, a few weeks yeah. ago yeah. you know he got a free ticket to yeah, the game I, yeah. I think he's been offered free tickets to the Europa Conference League final we will actually talk about West Ham very very shortly here on Friday Fast 3 if you've not joined us before then every Friday looking ahead to the weekend's Premier League games we pick three of the most interesting fixtures and Joel and Marley between them will have just five minutes to discuss the biggest talking points once the timer is up the talking is up and we'll move on to the next game. But let's face it, lads, there are only three games this weekend that anyone are particularly interested in. That is Everton against Bournemouth, Leicester against West Ham and Leeds United against Tottenham. The three sides that are very firmly still in the relegation battle. We know Southampton are already going to be playing championship football next season. But which two out of Leeds, Leicester or Everton will be joining them? There's only one place we can start, and that is at Goodison Park, where Everton pretty much hold all of the cards. They have the advantage, simply put. They're out of the relegation zone right now. If they win against Bournemouth, Marley, they survive, no matter what happens elsewhere. Simply go out there and win the match. Yeah, it's it's the one situation of the three you would want to be in. You know, they've they've got the cards, they they've got a home game. Uh, against a team that aren't playing for anything, that are already safe, um, you know, the, the old cliche, on the beach. Um, but it's Everton, and they, they haven't done anything easy at all this season. You know, they've not been... Well, they've been useless for, for the vast majority of it. There's even talks this week, I don't know if you've seen them, about um, Sean Dyche being binned off at the end of the season. Um, I've not seen those. Where have they come from? Just just little rumours that they want to go in a different direction to Sean Dyche, which would be typical Everton, in in my opinion. Did he not sign a three year contract? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's under contract. I don't know. I don't know. The, it might all be be rubbish, of course. But you know, they they're never going to get a better manager than him. But um, yeah, that you know, you want you would you would want to you would pick being in Everton's position. You know, they're they're the ones that are seventeenth. If you win the game. They could make a complete non-contest of this by being 3-0 up in the first 15 minutes and put turning in a performance similar to what they did um, against Brighton a few weeks ago, which has effectively saved them if they do stay up. Um, so yeah, it's 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 in their hands really. They can they can take all the nerves out of this with a couple of early goals and, and killing off Bournemouth because Bournemouth's um, motivation to get back into the game at 2-0 down, for example, would be just non-existent. I think early goals is the key. It's always the key in any football match, really. But from an Everton perspective, they scored inside the first minute at Goodison Park against Brentford a couple of months ago. They scored inside the first minute against Brighton in that 5-1 win. When they start well and they capitalise, they tend to have a better chance in games. That being said, Joel, they come up against a Bournemouth side who, no pun intended, are on the beach, quite literally, because that's where Bournemouth is, even though Marley didn't know that Bournemouth had a beach about three weeks Who ago. Who knew? <laughs> but he does now. Um, they're safe. They've survived. Gary O'Neill's done a great job. Do you think that will help Everton in terms of what there is to play for this weekend? Well, they are certainly at the seaside when you look at the results in the last five games. Um, you can tell just where they've put the foot off the gas, which is three defeats in the last three. They're basically home and dry. They've Pretty much, they're on holiday at the moment now, aren't they? They know that the job's done. There's nothing to play for, and I think if there was any team that Everton could play 
it's probably them, to be honest, because there's literally no more incentive for them to go and get a result. And that literally shows with with, uh, how they've played in the last three games. But we've seen stranger things in the Premier League games where suddenly Bournemouth might be thinking, well, we can actually spoil the party a little bit here. And you do get a knack of teams who like to, you know, ruin the fun and actually play their best game for the last months and try and really put in a performance. But I just think... If it was at Bournemouth's ground, I think it might be a different scenario. But the fact that it is at Everton and the fact that the fans know that this is, you know, a win seals the deal and keeps them in the Premier League, I just think it'll be a little bit too much for Bournemouth and I don't really see a way in for them at the moment. Yeah, how big is that Goodison factor then, Joel? Because since Sean Dyche has gone in there, he's beaten Arsenal there. That was his first game, Goodison Park, to beat Arsenal. He beat Brentford there. They drew with Spurs there, so... In terms of results at Goodison Park, in general, they've been reasonable and good enough to keep Everton in a position where they're above the relegation zone going into the final day. Yeah, those results are just like the old times, aren't they? What you used to remember Everton being associated with, which is making it so difficult for the big and the best teams to go there and get a result or just actually play. Um, It's not been the greatest in terms of the crowd this season. I know it's been pretty hostile. I know there's been a lot of issues um, in terms of the hierarchy, which the fans are not very happy about, and rightly so as well. But this is the time now where you need to put that to the side and they really need to get behind the team because if they go down, I don't really know what kind of knock-on effect that could have on the rest of their future, really. I mean, having a stadium on the horizon that they're going down, I'm sure that'll affect the finances massively. I know that they're in the midst of a bit of a takeover at the moment with an American uh, bank or an investment firm, which, you know, I don't know how that's going to affect things. So this could be a really, really, this could be a turning point in terms of Everton's future in as a football club, to be honest, because, you know, like we've seen with Leeds going down, Nottingham going down, sometimes it's not a given that you come straight back up. Sometimes you can be lingering in there for decades, who knows? So it is vitally important, but I do think they will get a result against Bournemouth. I'm positively sure. Finally on this one, Marley, Everton, we say that they're the ones with the advantage. They're two points above the dotted line going into this game with Bournemouth. Do you think that they are more likely to get a result than Leicester or Leeds? Are they the side that look the most likely to survive? They've got the points advantage in terms of how they're playing. Do you think they also look the better team at the moment out of the three that are in danger? Yeah, I do. Um, I think of the three of them, they've got the best defence by an absolute mile. Um, You compare Tarkowski, uh, Cody, Keane, Mina to, you know, Strauch and Farce at at Leicester and and players like that. And it's just, it's no comparison, really. It's just, they're all pretty poor up front. Everton are terrible up front. Uh, Leicester can click and, and do, you know, they have got talent up there, Madison, Barnes, you know, Vardy's still got moments in him. Ian Atro's a, a pest and a bit of a poacher. Um, Leeds have got a bit more about them going forward, but in this game, you know, they, they you'd feel like they only need one goal because the other time, the other teams, you know, Harry Kane's gonna score against Leeds. Um, West Ham is a bit of a sorry. West Harry Kane's gonna score. Oh no, he's that's what I mean. You know lines. what I mean. Harry Kane's going. Get out of here! Get out of here! He's put the penalty into the stands Not at the, the crucial time. time, right at the end. Relegation on the line. Um, that is how Friday Fast Three works. When the buzzer goes, you stop talking, we move on. But you get the gist of what Marley was saying. Everton against Bournemouth will be the focus for many people on Sunday because it all depends really on what Everton do. If Everton win their match, it does not matter what happens at Leicester 
or at Leeds United, they will survive. And that will be the key for those Evertonians. They take on Bournemouth. Of course, all games kick off at the same time on Sunday, 4.30, because of a small thing called sporting integrity. It also makes it a little bit more exciting, doesn't it? Uh, Let's move on now to Leicester against West Ham United. Leicester also simply have to win. If they win and Everton lose, they will survive as they've got superior goal difference, barring a crazy swing. They settled for a draw against Newcastle, but a draw won't be good enough to survive, even if Everton lose, Joel, as they are two points behind the Toffees, two points from safety. So it's quite clear that it's out of Leicester's hands. All they can do is win and hope that Everton slip up. All they can do is win, but winning seems to be the hardest word when you've won one in six and you can't buy a goal at the moment and you, well, you can't buy a win. I mean, they've scored a few, you know, three against Fulham when they lost 5-3. Yeah. They've scored two. more goals than any other side in the bottom half of the Premier League. So it's not scoring goals that's been their problem. Newcastle was their first clean sheet since the World Cup and it's probably come 15 games too late. Yeah, they're so they're so top heavy. I mean, you, you saw Wesley Fofana against Manchester United last night. Just and I was just thinking to myself, imagine how different things would be. He didn't have a great game yesterday, by the way, but I mean, just how different in quality it would have been. But it's but some maybes, and with Leicester again out of their hands, I still kind of I'm so puzzled to myself as to how they're even in this position, to be honest. Um, considering how good they've been in the last few seasons, but it's just the culmination of so many things that have just not really gone their way in the hierarchy and not gone their way in terms of regenerating all the talent that they've lost. I mean, they keep losing big players and they don't really regenerate them with anyone of good quality. It's like when you look at Brighton now, they feel to me like the new Leicester where they, they're finding these gems and, you know, like Kante and Mares and Vardy. These were the ones that Leicester were buying. Now Brighton have got it absolutely to a T. But anyhow, I think that with Leicester, I feel like if they were to go down, they would come pretty, they would come back up pretty quickly, I would suspect. But they're going to get absolutely gutted out because when you look at their team and they're starting 11 compared to the rest of that bottom half, they have got by far like for like the best team in terms of the individual quality. And that's what puzzles me so much. It's interesting you say that because there are a lot of people, Marley, that don't agree with Joel and think that Leicester, if they do go down, will struggle further because of the situation that the club is in. Maybe off the field financially, things aren't as sound as the club would like. That's just speculation from our perspective, obviously. But what a journey it's been for Leicester. 2016 Premier League champions, 2021, they win the FA Cup for the first time narrowly missing out on the Champions League by a whisker under Brendan Rodgers, beating Manchester City to win the Community Shield. They've contributed a lot in the seven years that they've been in the Premier League. But if they do go down, that will be the 12th time they've been relegated from the top flight, which would be a joint record. So it's not like they're not used to playing championship football. It's been something that's kind of ingrained in the club in the recent past. Yeah, it's it's been... It's been a ride, hasn't it? You know, they they've been they've done everything. They've completed English football in the past seven years. They've won the Premier League, they've won the FA Cup, they've won the Community Shield. Um, as you Played say, in and, Europe, and, Champions and they've League. They've been in Europe. Yeah, mm. they got to a Champions League quarter final. I think they got knocked out by Sevilla um, in the Champions League, or was it the first knockout? One of the two first knockout stage, I think it was. But it's I'd rather be that than a Crystal Palace, who get up and do the same thing never win anything you know we said yesterday they never win a trophy haven't won a trophy in their whole existence and finish 13th 14th and lose more games than they win every year you'd you'd kind of take that Leicester I know this this season's a huge disappointment 
Um, and they'll if they go down, they will be fingers pointed at Brendan Rodgers, which I completely disagree with because he, if, if a manager wins you a trophy and then gets you relegated, I feel like they balance each other out. When it's the FA Cup and you beat teams, who did they beat in the final? Was it was, was it Chelsea? Yeah. With Taylor wins his absolute rocket. You know, if you've done that and, you know, competed in Europe and, you know, you've won the Premier League recently, I feel like winning the FA Cup is kind of balances it out. I know it hurts now, but still. Yeah, if you said to a Leicester fan in 2013, 10 years ago, that in 10 years, you'll still be in the Championship, but you will have gone to the Premier League survived, won it, got into the Champions League quarterfinals, won the FA Cup, finished fifth twice, got to Europa Conference League semi-final and then gone down again. Mm-hmm. I think every single Foxes fan would have definitely taken that. Yeah, and that's what that's what I I see when I see Leicester fans on social media just hounding and and, comp- and hating everything that's going on at the club. I, I get that it's painful now, but in the wider context of things, how many teams have how many teams have ever won the FA Cup that are still in the Premier League? There's not many. Yeah, but can you not can you not empathise with them though? I kind yeah, of I can. can when you when you've tasted those riches like the Premier League and the FA Cup. Mm. I think they feel like they belong in that kind of bracket. Yeah, they so should. Then... They should. They should be. They should be. Yeah. There. That's the point. I think that's why the fans are frustrated, Joel, yeah. because you win the Premier League, you don't expect to ever be relegated. But it happened to Blackburn, but not seven years after they won it. It happened fifteen years after they won it. So you're talking about a side who only two years after winning the FA Cup, and I know what that's like as a fan, because my team won the FA Cup and two years later we were in the Championship and two years after that we're in League Two. So we went from you know, the, winning the FA Cup to playing in the fourth division within three and a half years. Like I know what it's like. When you start to spiral, it can spiral out of control. And I think that's what some of the Leicester fans are worried about. And I can see why you would empathise with them, absolutely. But they are in this position because apart from Southampton... No Premier League side has lost more games than Leicester City. They've just simply not been good enough. And that is what the Premier League is. It's so competitive. It's so ruthless. And that's why Leicester are in the position they're in. Just finally, though, I wanted to touch upon West Ham because if there is a glimmer of hope for Leicester, who are, of course, banking on the Everton result as well against Bournemouth, it's the fact that West Ham are in the Europa Conference League final. So therefore, David Moyes might, Joel, pick a fringe side to go to King Power Stadium. He might pick a team of under-21 players or he might pick a strong side and ask his players to show me what you've got ahead of this final. Play yourself into the team. It could go two ways, but do you think it will be more the the former rather than the latter? Well, the Conference League finals on the 7th of June, so it's a good 10 days from this game. So it's not like he has to rest players because I know the Europa League finals in, I think it's just next week, it comes up really fast. So he has a good period of rest time, so there's not really any excuse to play your fringe players or but there's also not an excuse as well to overplay them you know to play Declan Rice for a full 90 minutes or play every single one of your best players just in case for a risk of injury but also just the integrity of the league as well I mean I think the teams around them would be a little bit annoyed with the fact that West Ham can bench X, Y, and Z all the best players. But I mean, it's well within David Moyes' rights because they've earned it. They've earned the fact that they're on the final day and they can enjoy the privilege of being able to rest who they want because they've managed to stay up. So it could be an amazing season for Moyes. Yeah, David Moyes, many people thought that he would be the one to be one of the first managers to get sacked, actually. There's been that spectre looming and lingering over his head for months and months, but he's kept West Ham in the Premier League and he's got them to a European final. 
I'm not convinced whether he'll be their manager next season, mind you. But if he does leave, what a way to go out. Leicester City, though, could go out of the Premier League if they don't get the result they want against West Ham United. And if Everton do get a result against Bournemouth, that will put the Foxes down. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What about Leeds United then? They're the third side in this three-way dance. They're at home to Tottenham. Interesting that all three of the relegation-threatened sides are on their own patch this Sunday. Tottenham, though, have had a, a shocking season. It gets even more difficult for Leeds. When we're talking about Leicester needing to win and relying on a result elsewhere, Leeds need to win and rely on two results elsewhere. They need to win and hope that Everton and Leicester lose for them to survive. The odds are firmly against them now. Marley. Big Sam came in to replace Javi Gracia, who replaced Jesse Marsh, who replaced Marcella Bielsa. When you look back over the last 10 months from the start of the season till now, where do you think the damage was done for Leeds United? Because it looks unlikely that they're going to stay up. Bloody hell. Uh, where was the damage done? I've, I've no idea, to be honest. Um, everywhere. I think from from what Luke Ealing said last week about basically missing Bielsa. Um, it still seems like the transition to Bielsa's football obviously got them, I think they finished ninth in the Premier League in the first season and, you know, won the hearts of, of every neutral really. Everyone loved how, how they played and stuff like that and Leeds almost became a, a likeable team, which is con- the stark contrast to what they were <laughs> in the in the early 2000s when everyone seemed to hate them. Um, not... <laughs> Not Next me. Next, we say Millwall are a likable <laughs> team. Not at all. There's a long way to go before that happens. Um, but yeah, just, just just the constant change. I think from from the board level, you know, once you get rid of Bielsa, whatever manager coming in is going to have such a hard job of um, sort of weaning them off that style, that super fit. Every man beats his man. Um, sort of way of playing and, and we're going to be better man for man than everyone like Leeds never used to play in in you know like 
multiple players pressing the ball. Everyone, it was just like one versus one all over the pitch. He used to stand so wide. There'd be so much space on the pitch. And getting back to that is... Sorry, getting away from that. Under Jesse Marsh, who was... You, you know, you, it was all, it felt to me like they would, they'd never got over the wrecks type of thing. Mm. Because well, he kept them up, Jesse they, Marsh, because they were in a similar position last year, Leeds, where they were yeah, staring they down were the barrel. Yeah, but they were shocking. They were they were poor last year, and, and they were probably lucky to survive last year. And then, you know that that hangover then continues into this season, and then Marsh gets sacked, and then Javi Gracia gets pulled from the arse end of nowhere. Where, where's he been for for years? You know what? Did, I know he, he got what, new manager to, bounce, and then they kept getting whacked four and five, didn't they? Yeah, and. Yeah, it's just bad decision after bad decision, and then to compound it all, you you panic, you hit every panic button within reach, and you and you ring Big Sam, who's sat there on a on a podcast enjoying his retirement, and he thinks what, two and a half million to keep him up. Yeah, four games. I'll have a go at that. Yeah, I'll get a taxi into from Bolton to Leeds or wherever he, wherever he lives. I'll have that. Um, it's a free spin at the roulette wheel, that isn't it? Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, turns out he's not getting the two and a half million because Leeds are going down. But um, yeah, they needed a solid plan after Bielsa, and I don't think they. Um, if if Marsh had it, they didn't give him enough time. But what they seen in the meantime was was not good enough. We spoke about the Leicester fans a minute ago, and how disappointed they'll be. What about the Leeds fans? Because there's been a checkered history between the supporters. And the ownership at Elland Road. We know that. You've kind of lived through it a bit, Marley, having worked at the club previously. And under Bielsa, that was kind of almost repaired because of the way that Bielsa went about his business and the way Leeds got themselves back to the Premier League. But only after two years now, they're going to end up back in the Championship again. Are the fans going to turn on the board? Because of this? Um... Some yeah yeah some will because there'll be there'll be blame yeah pointed not just at the players who obviously haven't been good enough yeah or um, the managers who haven't been good enough but at the end of the day when things aren't going well for a period of time you have to look upstairs yeah I think um, the thing the thing is with Leeds they've had so many worse owners over the years you know a few years ago they had Massimo Cellino who was an absolute psychopath so Radrizzani compared to Cellino is you know he's Playing, he's ready salted crisps. He's 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 boring, um. You know he's that meal deal of a, a ham sandwich, some ready salted crisps, and a water, compared to Cellino, who was a, a firecracker and them them Doritos that make your eyes water. Um. So he's 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 they they know that it, it it's been worse, and some of them are fearing that you know if they go down, they could do what they did last time, and that's that's never gonna happen. Like it, the club is way better around now than it was was then um but that ptsd will still be kicking in and going oh god we've gone down it we didn't come back for they'll be bringing up forest green years. to get duncan ferguson in as their new manager <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the kind of way things are going back then for leeds it looks likely that leeds are going to go down just quickly on tottenham though who are their opponents this weekend they've had a shocking season but for harry kane we spoke about it on yesterday's podcast which you can check out by scrolling back in the timeline by the way where we talked about what our 1-11 to was for team of the season from our perspective. And Harry Kane was in the team. Just wonder where Spurs would be without him. But might they be without him, Joel, next season? Could this game against Leeds be Harry Kane's final match for Tottenham Hotspur? 
Everyone forgets that the seed was already planted around two years ago when he started angling for a move away to Manchester City, but it just never ended up coming to light. I think now, more than ever, this is his only option to go. It's his only perfect time to go, where he's got the perfect suitor ready and waiting for him, because if he delays this for another year, or if Daniel Levy starts dragging his feet out and wants him to stay and end his contract at the club, Manchester United will have a new striker this season, Chelsea will have a new striker, and Bayern will have a new striker, so it's now or never for him. Is that a yes or a no? <laughs> yes, he's coming to the theatre of dreams and playing under the Champions League lights. Oh my God. Well, we'll wait and see. And if that does happen during the summer, I'm sure we'll talk about it on Football Social Daily because this is the final Fast 3 of the season. It is a bank holiday on Monday again in the UK. Seems like we get a lot of those. If you're an American listening, you must be thinking they have Mondays off all the time. Trust me, it's not normally like that in the UK, but we are going to relish it whilst the sun is shining in Manchester uh, for once. So will allow you to have a bit of a breather on Monday as you reflect on the final day of what's been a whirlwind Premier League campaign and we will be back on Tuesday dissecting that final day picking apart which three of Everton, Leicester and Leeds join Southampton in the Championship and fall through the Premier League trapdoor. So do join us for that. Hit subscribe and that way you won't miss it. We'll also be bringing you some interviews with former Premier League pros through the summer as well, as well as keeping you on top of all of the latest transfer news. The best way to stay in the loop, as I say, is to follow us on social media at Pod or hit subscribe and that way you will not miss an episode. So for the final time on a Friday this season, that is it from us. Marley, Joel... Who's going down? Leicester and Leeds for me, I think. Yeah, it's Leicester and Leeds. And I just wanted to also add as well, that top three hunt, Marley. Oh, here we it's go. Wh- I was wondering when you were going to bring that <laughs> well, up. I, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just tentatively just mentioning it. That, that top. Did you finally hunt us down? All it, hey, it's only over until the fat lady sings. It's not over after the 20th game. Remember that, Marley. Remember <laughs> that. The fat, the fat lady's doing her warm-ups in the back behind <laughs> the curtain. doing the grapevines. Yeah. The grapevines are going. She's just ready to, uh, to get herself going oh. and those vocal cords to I can't open. Wait, I can't wait to see you draw this weekend and <laughs> we beat Chelsea and go ahead of you. Well, I mean, you've got Chelsea as a guaranteed victory, so we have to Who's win. Who's my new guy? Fulham Fulham oh Mitrovic will kill you yeah literally like last time (laughs) (laughs) yeah it'll kill the ref instead like last time right there's been so many talking points this season but we have reached the very end we'll see you on Tuesday have a great weekend and best of luck to your team whoever you support in the Premier League catch you next time this is Football Social Daily Football Social Daily is a voice work sport production for the Sports Social Podcast Network